0: Welcome to Put a Word on It, a podcast presented by Men of Valor. In each episode, we're going to talk with a different man, but each one with a unique journey from brokenness to freedom. I'm your host, Rudy Kalis. I spent over 40 years as a TV sportscaster, then retired and joined the Men of Valor program as a volunteer. So join the conversation, reconciling men to God, their families and society. Welcome to another edition of Put A Word On It, brought to you by Core Civic. Got an interesting man for you today. Not a kid. He's just barely been out of prison for some time that he spent there, but he's a man who has lived in the fast lane for most of his life, fast lane being a motorcycle, and God brought him to a screeching halt on that motorcycle. I want you to enjoy the time that we spend with Jackie Shores, a man who's been around the world and has come back to a God above.
1: Jackie, where'd you grow up? Louisiana. Whereabouts? And uh, I was born in Lake Charles, and uh, I growed up mostly up north, but I worked all down south and everything.
0: So you like you some crawfish? Don't you? Oh yeah, yeah, I love <laughs> crawfish.
1: Crawfish and shrimp and crab. And all that good stuff. All that good stuff. So
0: tell me about growing up. Did you have parents, brothers, sisters?
1: Yes, sir, I had, I had parents and uh, brothers and sisters. I had good parents. My daddy owned a sign company. And of course, I started painting signs when I was nine years old and uh had a good mama, and she's a teacher and a uh, brother and sister they were 7 years younger than me so really i was i was you know they stayed together and i was by the time they got older i was gone you know
0: were you a good kid or were you mischievous
1: i i, I would say I was a good child I, you know and uh it uh i had a good family home. I had everything i wanted you know i didn't have to want for nothing oh we all did you know daddy took care of us and mama you know.
0: All right, so tell me where your life went.
1: Well, at 16, let see, when I started high school, I was going to be a marine biologist. And I took all the high, hard courses and all that, you know, so I get ready for college. And, you know, it just, I don't know, you just change your mind or God leads you in another way. I, so a guy came up to me and he said, Oilfield's higher and you can go to work. So I went to work in Oilfield, quit school in ninth grade and went to work in uh the oil field and I was making like three thousand a week Whew. in the oil field. And uh so I couldn't you know, that's a lot of money back then. Back then you could work, you know. That's a lot of money. That was a lot of money back then. It's dangerous work, but it's a lot of money. And I did that for a while and then I thought about it. then I said, Well, you know, I got some money saved up, got a car and everything. I said, well, I'll go back to school. And they said you ain't gonna like it. And I went back to high school. I stayed half a day and I couldn't take it all because everybody my same age act like kids. So I left wow. and went back to work.
0: So how did life uh, have its troubles in your life? You know, what happened to you?
1: I got on weed. I got to smoking weed and drinking because, uh, you know, having all that money, young. And I was always with older guys, older people because I worked with them and everything. So, you know, you go to bars and everything that you get off work and everything. And then I was going to church some then, but not a lot. And then I quit going to church altogether. And that's when it went downhill, you know, and, and then I, I'd get sober for a while after I got older, you know, and, and, uh, I'd always get hired on at a company end up running the company, you know, whatever it was. I also had. Painted signs, I had a company all through the years of painted signs. You know, I did that on the side because I, I loved to paint and art. And uh, so, and then I, I, you know, and I always hated being a boss because I couldn't fire people, you know. I'd cry with them, had to let them go because that's soft-hearted, you know. But, and it just seemed like everywhere I went, they wouldn't make me a boss, which I guess it was a blessing, but a curse too. you know. It, not trustworthy.
0: You had a pretty powerful experience in 2010 with that with a motorcycle, ride, yes, right? Yes, right. Tell me sir. about that and tell me what it did
1: to you. I was riding in Texas. It was on a Sunday afternoon, and of course I had a helmet and leather jacket on. And my handlebars come off my Harley. I had a 94 year Harley Sportster, and the front tire turned. Then it kicked me straight over the front, and the handlebars caught me, and I hit on the road right on my face, and I hit so hard. It split the helmet down. the Helmet went, and uh, tore tore my knee off, and a uh, rock went all the way through my throat. Tore my face all the way off, and crushed all my bones. And my eyes hung out. That's why I can't see now, because my eyes come out of the socket and weakened them. So I got all metal in my face, four bolts, metal knee, metal hand, and uh. But they said as a preacher and his family was going to church, and I was in the road. They stopped. They're the ones called the ambulance and everything. And other people stopped and said, I was, cu- fire inks come out of the ground. they real bad in Texas. And they were all over me. Everybody stopped and took off their shirts and was whooping me, trying to get the fire inks off of me. And uh, But they flew me to LSU Shreveport, LSU Hospital in Shreveport. And uh, I stayed there six months and uh, got all plastic surgery and metal. And, and I walked out of the hospital with a knee brace. At after that Lord bless me and but
0: what goes through your mind what do you learn from do you think it's a wake up call or what
1: at the time I did I thought you know well, I got changed, change you know and because uh, I'd been on a bike all my life I was born on a motorcycle down in Louisiana we rode in the woods and then I got thinking I said well you know I, I got quit of course I wasn't drunk or nothing but it's just you know I was being careless because I didn't check check the screws and stuff but you know and then i rethought my life was in the hospital and stuff because i was in a coma for a month but you healed up and then
0: you wound up still something put you in prison because you came here from northwest what happened
1: i started running motels here i went to work running motels and you know it's like pressure you know gets to me you know like worrying about taking care of my workers and everything like that so i start drinking and once I start drinking, I can't stop. I'm not one of them that can drink two beers and quit. I don't stop. And then that leads to meth and everything else, you know. And then, of course, I, they say I'm a bad drunk, you know. And uh, that's what led me back to prison. What,
0: you get involved in some violence or something?
1: Yeah, aggravated assault, yes, sir. Aggravated and assault. I threatened people, you know. and uh, Spent five years, right? Yes, sir. Yes. Sir.
0: All right. When did the good Lord finally grab you by the collar and say, enough is enough?
1: 2017, I was sitting in my cell in County. And uh, I knew I was facing the six years. And it just came to me. It, I woke up and the sun was shining through on the wall. And I was looking at it and I was thinking, you know, I'm going to get this over with and I'm going to be all right. And I said, and I, I had a old Bible that somebody gave me. And I started reading it and I can't remember what I read exactly, but uh, it said that he was with me. And the preacher come every Sunday and he come up and I said, I want to be baptized. I want, you know, and right then it just changed. It, my heart changed and I was all right. Finishing out my time, you know, doing my, my time and wherever they sent me, I was all right. And I like, I'm all right now. I know the good Lord's going to take care of me. Were you surprised it stuck? Was there a little party no, that said man, no, I'm gonna slip back Because into- no. everybody knew that I didn't have no family and all the inmates they'd come up to and they'd ask me, Well, Jackie, what are you gonna do? You're flattening. You know, where are you gonna go? I said, I don't know, but the good Lord's got me. I'm gonna be all right, you know. How'd you, get, spent, how'd you get out of men of valor? Well, they uh when I went through classification, yeah. Uh they said, Well, we we're gonna send you to men uh TCOM and well TCOM I got in T and uh Drug, you know TCOM, drug rehab, yeah, and I got in there and I graduated well, Lonnie Vaughn is the lead counselor, and he's good friends with Tommy Madison, and uh he made me a mentor, nice mentor, and I was mentoring, doing groups and everything, and he said, Jackie, he said, you're flattening out, why don't you talk to Tommy Madison, and go to men of valor since you're a christian, you you say you you're doing I said, well, you know, I said, all right i, I and i said yeah that that sounds good he told me all about it and i read about it then i watched you on the six you know every day and uh i said yeah i'll do that and uh tommy madison come seen me and he might say, hey, come up three times i talked to him in the concert and everything he said come on and uh <laughs> we'll take care of you and uh I've been blessed.
0: What do you want to do? Is there something that you're, that you're, you're are you just going to take one day at a time? Because you're, you've gone, you're about done with being a freshman here. You've yes.
1: You've got sir. more
0: time to go. But what what do you see yourself doing?
1: I'd like, I'd like to stay on and help people since I've been helped so much. Help people. And, you know, if that's what the good Lord wants me to do, I'd love to do that, be a counselor and help people. Well, you know, our programs put a word on it. Have you that, thought
0: about it? Is there a word that you think fits you? Repentance. That's interesting.
1: Change, change from the way I was to another direction. It all you know.
0: starts with repentance, doesn't it? Yes. You got yes. to say, Lord, I did, I've did. i been doing wrong, mm-hmm. I need
1: you. Yeah, because I don't want to turn back the way I was. And uh, a new direction is here at Men of Valor. It's like I tell, tell the staff, they ask me how I'm doing. I say, I wake up every morning with a smile and look forward to the day. And I never done that in the past, even because I've had I always had money. You know, I've always worked and ran business, had plenty of money, and it you know, that wasn't a problem. I never was happy, you know, you're not until I come here. And when I come here I woke up the first day and I had a smile and I still got it.
0: Hope he enjoyed spending that time with Jackie. His word is repentance, and that's a wonderful place to start. In fact, isn't that where we have to? We have to start by saying, Lord, forgive me for all that I've done and for what I've done, and now I give myself to you, and that's where he's at. And I think he'll be great with the man here because there's a little peaceful nature about him where he'll just listen. He's not gonna be judgmental, and he's been through so much, and he just has to show them his scars that he's learned from a hard life, and yet he talks about a God above. Thanks for joining us. Join us again next time as we put a word on it. You've been listening to Put a Word on It. We would love for you to subscribe wherever you download fine podcasts. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify. Put a Word on It is brought to you by Men of Valor. To learn more, go to movministry.com.